Cage, 3650, Physiology of Exercise, Lecture, Thursday, October 1st, 2009, Journal Article Review. Okay, to address questions or issues, first of all, the exam. The exam is not graded yet, but I will have it back to you on Tuesday. All right, we will hand it out. I'll hand it out in class. You'll have a chance to look at uh, uh, the questions you got right, the questions you got wrong. You'll have an opportunity to ask whatever questions you want. If you don't agree with my answer, uh, you have an opportunity to pre present a case. Okay, for if you thought it was a badly written question, if you thought your answer was appropriate for some reason, I'm more than open to that. Okay, so that will be Tuesday. So that's the exam. Uh, you do have lab tomorrow. It's a basic electromyography EMG lab. Uh, Ryan wanted me to tell you all that there is a relatively newly posted lab, uh, some, some slight revisions that he made of the previous lab instructions. So check you learn. It's on there. If you already printed it out, it's probably not that big a deal. You can come to my office and I'll, I'll print it out for you so you don't have extra piece of paper. That's not everybody. That's yeah, it's not every. I don't want to line outside. Actually, actually, I won't be here tomorrow. So, sorry. Okay. Um, the neuromuscular lecture. We're actually going to start on Tuesday, and um, the there there are two links because it takes usually two class sessions to get through that first one. Those are both the same PowerPoint. Okay. So there's not two different PowerPoints for the neuromuscular basics. It is one. I'm sorry. I haven't done that yet, but I'll I'll get to that. The question was, did I update the objectives and the sort of summary question points at the end? And I haven't done that yet, but I'll I'll get to that. Okay. What I want to spend our time on today is this journal article review and talk about this journal article, um, uh, and then talk about some adjustments in this assignment. I've done these assignments quite a bit in years past, but again, it's got a bit of a different emphasis this time because of this creative thinking through writing requirement. And so I'm, I'm struggling a little bit uh, in that I don't usually spend this much time on these, but I, I want to because I want to make sure everybody gets the idea and gets the point. So I, I want to do two things today with this. I want to talk specifically about these reviews and some advice and then talk specifically about this research study and this article and and, and literally walk through it and look how, how we can uh, find the things that we need to find from it. Okay? So I'm going to spend some time doing that. Now, uh, first piece of advice uh, on these journal article reviews is follow the format. Okay? I gave you a format, name, date, etc., upper left-hand corner, single-space those, and there is a very specific format. It's called the APA citation style for how this article is cited. There's lots of different citation styles, and they all have their own peculiar, very specific rules. Okay? And the rules are the rules. Uh, you may not like it, but those are the rules of that particular citation style. And I've given you both the description uh, online and examples. And all you have to do is follow the example. Okay? Common mistakes. 
You don't put the person's full name, you know, Doyle, comma, Andy. It's always their, it's their last name and their, and their initial, okay? Uh, and, and, and before the last author, it's not and, A-N-D, it's the ampersand sign, okay? Nitpicky, but that's how it works. Um, the most common mistake that people make in the title of the journal article, okay? The title of this journal article is the effect of creatine and weight training on muscle creatine and performance in vegetarians, okay? You only capitalize the first word, effect. All the other words are lowercase, okay? All the other words are lowercase. Um, what's the title of this journal? That's the title of the journal article. What's the title of the journal that this appeared in? Right, medicine and science in sports and exercise. Okay, the journal title is the title of the journal is spelled out. Okay, don't use the abbreviation. Spell it out. If we run into one where sometimes these journals do abbreviate them, like here, it's MED period, SI period, sports, uh, EXERC period. It, it, that's their abbreviation. If you don't know what the full title of the journal is, just ask, and, I, and I'll tell you. But you need to put the full title of the journal in there. The title of the journal is either underlined or it is italicized. Okay? Question? For just two authors, is it the and or ampersand sign? That would be for the second article. Uh, I believe it's the I believe it's the ampersand, but I'll check for you. Okay. Okay. Now, the the way they categorize these journal articles so that you can reference them and track them down is that you know each journal is published in a certain year. You know this one was published in two thousand and three, and we know that goes in parentheses right after the journal uh, authors' names. They're further categorized by a particular volume, and some of them have a number. Okay? The, the, you do not put the VOL for the volume. That does, is not part of the thing. You just put the 35 and a comma. Well, if there's a volume, right after the volume, if there is a number, it goes in parentheses. Okay? And there's no NO period. So we don't use the, vol the volume or the number or the PP for the pages. Okay? So in this case, the correct thing would be 35, parentheses 11, comma, and then the page numbers. Yeah. I want to do that. That's not good. Okay. Um, and again, this seems nitpicky. It seems stupid. It's uh, it's sort of like um, ever since I was a Boy Scout, I've carried I've carried a little pocket knife with me, a little Swiss Army pocket knife that has scissors and a nail file and a and a one and one quarter inch blade. Okay, since I was probably ten years old. Of course, in those days, you could actually carry it to school. You know, I had it in my pocket. Uh, all my life as an adult. Well, since September 11th, guess what? 
If I go to the airport and I stand in the security line and I get up there and they find that little tiny Swiss Army pocket knife with the one and one quarter inch blade, guess what happens? They take it from me. I, it's a stupid rule. I'm not going to hijack a plane with a knife with a one and a quarter inch blade. Okay? Um, but the rule is no knives on planes. Okay? And I can stand there and argue with them until I'm blue in the face. I can tell them it's a stupid rule. Uh, uh, and if I want to follow my own rules, guess what? See ya. You don't get on the plane. Okay? So that's just kind of the way it is. You just have to suck it up and that's the, that's the rule. That's the same thing with these citation styles. You, you may not like it. Some of the rules seem stupid. You know, but for that particular citation style, that's the rule. So if you follow it, you'll, you'll get full credit for it. If you don't, you don't. Okay? So that's the format part. Now, let's talk about the, um, the study itself and, and see how we can get to the important things about this particular uh, this study and, and sort of a, a way of looking at these different research uh, uh, studies. Recognize that this is a write-up. Uh, uh, the, the reports of, of results of a research an individual research study. There's a lot of detail in here that is given so that if other people that are other scientists that are interested in this thing can both do sort of a check to see if it looks like th we think they did a good job and also if we want to do a similar study or even replicate this study to make sure that we get the same results, there's enough detail in here that we can do that. Okay? So, um, now the first thing we're, we're interested in really with this is uh, the purpose of the study. And th there are literally at least two places in this study where there is a very specific purpose statement where it tells you what the purpose is, right? And so, uh, right up come down a little bit so I can reach it. Um, first of all, the abstract you know, is, a, is a short, concise version of everything. And so right, out, right away in the abstract it tells us to compare the change in muscle creatine, fiber morphology, body composition, hydration status, and exercise performance between vegetarians and non-vegetarians. Okay with eight weeks of creatine supplementation and resistance training. Now, we've talked about plagiarism and things, and, and, and I'm encouraging you to make sure you write this in your own words. And also, and I've picked on, for most of you, I've probably picked on muscle morphology. If, if you don't know what morphology means, don't use it. Okay? Don't use that term. <laughs> right. What does it mean? What does muscle morphology mean? It's like the what? Right. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. What it, what it means is are some of the physical characteristics of that actual muscle tissue. And physical characteristics might be percent of fast twitch and slow twitch. One of the things they looked at was not, not necessarily the percentage of each, but what? How big the fibers were in, in cross-section, right? So that's what muscle morphology means, but my suspicion was most of you were just copying that terminology from the article. Okay? Not for everybody, but probably most 
folks. Okay. Um, all right, so there's one place the purpose statement is. And then we go down here. Uh, we go through the first couple of paragraphs of sort of the introduction, and we get to the purpose of the study was to, chain, was to compare the change in muscle TCR, which is total creatine content, Again, muscle morphology, body composition, hydration, exercise performance, it's the same thing. Okay? So we, we get the purpose. Now, what's another place that is very prominent and very concise that will tell you what's the main point of the study? Results, but those are, but those are that's a law. There's paragraphs and paragraphs. Conclusions maybe, but where is that, that when you first pick up the article, smacks you right in the head. The title. The title of the study. So let's go back and look at the title. Let's see if we can figure out what's important about this study from this purpose. The effect of creatine and weight training on what? Muscle creatine and what else? Perform. What did, what did they mean by performance? Uh, time trial, distance running. What did they mean by performance? Okay. There was one. Te there was a couple of one mac, one rep max tests, right? What were they? Bench press and leg press. And what other test of muscle performance? There. Were, yeah, that was looking at the actual muscle tissue. The, the, the one where they did the 50 repetitions of the. Okay, well that's all right. You've actually picked out the most important one, so that's that's fine. All right. So, you can read the purpose and then go back and look at the title because the title should tell you absolutely what's most important, you know, about this study. What's the really the main thing that they're focusing on? There is lots of stuff in here. Okay? And and you you have to you have to read it but you have to pay attention and be analytical about what's important. Let me give an example. Let's suppose you're sitting around and you're talking to a person that you find attractive. And you're having a conversation with this person and this person says, oh gosh, the weather's beautiful today and oh boy, didn't, wasn't traffic really awful and, and you know, boy, I really think you're hot. And, Doyle's class, you know, that's just, it's really kind of, you know, it stinks. And, boy, I'd really love to go out with you sometime. And so if you're talking to this person that you find attractive, what in all of that 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 person just said do you pay attention to and find important? The weather? No. Okay. You have the ability to filter this information. Now, does that mean that you totally... Uh, blow off those other comments and don't pay attention to what they're saying? No. But in context of the conversation, you are paying attention to what? What's important? Key points. Okay? So, as you read through all of this stuff, we're going to look for key points, the things that are the most important. Alright. Now, uh, the title tells us um, what two things of the results are probably most important? The effect of the creatine on what? Muscle creatine. 
Okay, our muscle create the creatine levels in the muscle of these subjects, and what else? Performance. The performance. Was it hydration status? Was it body composition? Was it urinary creatinine? Does that mean all those things are completely unimportant? No, but what are the key things? Muscle creatine levels and performance. Okay? So, now let's go down. And we have worked our way through and found this purpose. And now we're getting into this method section. Okay? Um, well, there's another key element here. And that was the vegetarians versus the non-vegetarians. We got two. That's another kind of kind of purpose in here because the comparison groups were vegetarians and non-vegetarians. Why did they think that was an issue? Why were they interested in having or distinguishing or specifically trying to recruit vegetarians and non-vegetarians with this topic? Because what? You, you get your dietary sources of creatine from meat, and so vegetarians are likely to have less dietary creatine. Does that mean they don't have any at all? No, because your liver and other things can make it, right? So, so they went back and they had a specific hypothesis related to this, right? Let's go back to that. Um, where, was, where was that? Yeah, I forgot the hypothesis statements. There we go. Um, it was hypothesized that the vegetarian subjects would experience the... Wait, let me go back. It was hypothesized that the vegetarians would have lower baseline intramuscular creatine and phosphocreatine compared with the non-vegetarians. Okay? They don't eat meat. They have, so they have much lower dietary creatine intake so they're hypothesizing that at baseline, before they even start the study, the vegetarians are going to have a lower muscle creatine level. Okay. Now, one of the things that you want to do with these studies is to cycle back, once you've read the whole study, cycle back to this hypothesis. What did they find? Related, did they confirm their suspicions, their hypothesis? <coughs> at baseline... The vegetarians had a lower total creatine level than the non-vegetarians, right? So that hypothesis was eventually confirmed by this study. They had a second hypothesis um, that the because they started at a lower level, the vegetarians would experience the greatest change as a result of this creatine supplementation. Was that confirmed? Yes. That was confirmed by the results of the study. Okay? So once you've, you see statements like this, like a hypothesis statement, then when you've read through the whole thing and you're thinking about those results, circle back around and see if that was actually what was found. Okay? All right, so now we go through all these methods. You all did pretty well at you know, identifying how many subjects and how many were vegetarians and non-vegetarians and that sort of thing. You know, that's, that's fine. Most people did pretty well at, at identifying the fact that you basically had four groups. Vegetarians that got a placebo. Vegetarians that got the creatine supplementation. Non-vegetarians that got the placebo. And non-vegetarians that got the creatine. Okay? Um, 
here's where you probably want to pay attention to, to some important details. Um, is, is, is it important how much creatine the per people were getting in terms of the supplementation and how long they were getting it for? Is, is that an important... Yeah, so that's something that's probably reasonable to include. And in fact, there was a specific pattern in the way, and we talked about both of these strategies with taking supplemental creatine. What was the pattern that they gave? Did they just give them the same amount all the way through? No, they did what? And I'm mean, not even so much interested in the exact, you know, whatever it was, 0.25 grams per kilogram body weight, but, but what kind of pattern did they give it to them in? They loaded first for seven days, larger amount, and then what did they do for the remaining small supplemental amounts? And back when we talked about creatine and creatine loading, the studies I showed you, it, it, does, does that, is that consistent with what would be we know from the physiology of creatine and muscle? So is that a good idea? Good study design? Okay. They loaded them up, and then they gave them a supplemental amount for, what was it, 49 days, something like that? Okay. So that, those are important, important things. Okay. Um, what else about... You know, they consumed it with, uh, you know, fruit juice. You know, that's fine. Um, okay, you know, body weight. You measured body weight and that sort of stuff. I again, it's not that it's not important, but was, were changes in body weight a big issue with this particular study? Not so much. Uh, what else have we got in terms of methods? You know, here... And here's sort of where, you, you know, they measured hydration status, you know, which is fine. You could, you, here's another bit of advice. If you tell me in the review that they're using some uh, method, tell me what they're using it for. Don't just say they did DEXA scans. Okay? Don't, don't just say they did muscle biopsies because we want to know what the muscle biopsies were for. Okay, you know, why did they do that to them? What, what, so what specifically were they looking for when they did the muscle biopsies? They were, creatine in the they were looking at creatine in muscle. Okay, they were looking at free creatine, creatine phosphate, and total creatine, and what else? There's another metabolite, the most important metabolite, the most important for energy in the muscle. Uh, uh, ATP. Right? Did they measure ATP in the muscle? Yeah. Okay. And if, we, and if we track back to the title and the purpose of our study, uh, another piece of advice, uh, um, first things first, or most important things first. If the title of the study is effect of creatine on muscle creatine, then what's probably the first method you really want to talk about? Procedure. Muscle biopsies that they took to find creatine levels in muscle. Okay? What's the second main thing from the title? Performance. So what specific tests of performance did they do? One rep max in the bench press and one rep max in 